Any college baseball fans out there, if you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you, graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns, and get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast reshipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Firestone Destination AT2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hey, thanks for listening to the Covino and Rich podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 5 to 7 Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Covino and Rich at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. All right, it's a Wednesday. You know what that means. Midweek major coming up later on in the program. Danny G is hanging out with us on this Wednesday. What's up, Danny G? Yeah, yeah. happy Wednesday. Mary Mack on the ones and twos. A merry Wednesday to you, Mary. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. And Monty Bolaños <laughs> yawning on a Wednesday. <laughs> what, the intro was that bad, Monty? No, 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 no. I just, uh, you know, Volleyball you Tuesday night. You allergic to hot take no! radio? No, Volleyball Tuesday night, so Wednesdays I'm usually a little bit. It's Woo! not the volleyball. Yes, it's it what is. comes after the volleyball. Let's be real. <laughs> We're rocking on a Wednesday. Hit her up at Monty Bolaños. At Danny G Radio, you can find Aaron at Aaron underscore Torres and hit me up at Dan Beyer on Fox. Uh, apparently over social media. Johnny Manziel is starting to take over. So at some point, we may have to dive into this. Johnny Manziel was talking to Shannon Sharp. Was yes, that- he is the newest guest on the Shannon Sharp Club Shay Shay pod. Uh, clips are starting to go viral. We only have the 100, what is it, 260 character uh, versions right now. So, you know, I, I don't want to get too crazy trying to figure out everything that was said. But it sounds like he, not surprisingly, said some very interesting things. And uh, did you see the Johnny Manziel Netflix documentary, by the way? Yes. it's. I thought it was really good. I thought it could have been longer than 90 minutes. I agree. I felt like they tried to pack way too much in to a short amount of time. Um, and it was weird because it came out the same time as that Florida Gators documentary, which was clearly, uh, you know, edited to try to present the Florida Gators oh, a yeah. certain way. Yeah. And they tried to lump the Manziel documentary in with it. And I was like, no. I was like, he talked about every single thing that you would want him to talk about. I thought it was well done, by the way. I know we're going long on documentaries here. That's the, all right. The new Giannis documentary, Chef's Kiss. I saw 85% of it last week. It is very good. <laughs> again, again, this is the life of having a three-year-old. Like the, the, the stuff that I need to watch and want to watch. Last night, 
zonked out early. So you know what we did? We caught up on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills uh, that we missed from like two weeks ago. So we're like three episodes behind. So we that, that's what we took for our 45 minutes of free TV. Haven't been able to check out Love is Blind, but apparently, and I've seen it on TikTok. Uh, it's been crazy. Are the new episodes out, Danny? With, uh, yes. Okay. Yeah, they dropped today. Okay. So it, is it a full season? I, By the way, full disclosure, I have never seen one episode, but everything that I've seen has been on TikTok. And I've been seeing this Megan Fox drama that has been dropped into my algorithm. You're talking about Chelsea, who threw the pod wall. Uh, Let's back up a little bit. Jimmy, who she's talking to, he did a no-no. Love is Blind is an experiment, so you don't see the person you're talking to. It's all about making that connection with them in their soul, (laughs) right? So Jimmy made the ultimate sin on that show by asking her who she looked like. Like, what celebrity has anyone ever told you you look like? And she answered, Megan Fox. And as he got excited and was celebrating, she then she started backpedaling, saying, well, well, my eyes and my hair, really, don't get too excited. But he was tuned out by then. Megan, Megan Fox in his mind. And so he meets her, and he was not – he played it off pretty good, I think, when they finally met. But he just – you could tell it bothered him. He was like, yeah, I don't look like Megan Fox. No, she's, she did not. She's been, <laughs> she's been roasted on social media. But it why dro- would anyone say that they look like Megan Fox? Because you're trying to impress a guy. No, no, no. But Megan Fox is an 11 out of 10. you got to pick, like, someone who's, like, a six and a half, seven. It sounds well, the, like a Seinfeld episode. You yeah. know what I'm Joel, saying. Jerry, this, I said I was too good looking. This has happened to me before. Um, please share. Everybody get popcorn. So this wasn't a true blind date since my sister was the one that kind of set this up. This was 20 plus years ago. My sister was at a softball tournament hanging out with a bunch of people, and some of the people that she was hanging with, one of the people's younger sister was there. So my sister, I was single at the time. My sister's like, hey, there's this girl, great girl. You know, I, I told her you were single. And I'm not that much of an outgoing guy, but I'm like, you know what? My sister did some of the did some of the <laughs> the groundwork. You know, what how bad could it be? So then I called her and talked to her, and I did want to know what she looked like. And you know who she told me to uh, that she she resembled? Alyssa Milano. All right? Yeah. A a frequent uh, topic on this show, Alyssa Milano. Not necessarily for her looks, but obviously her Little League team that she's trying to sponsor. (laughs) But for this, so I'm picturing who wouldn't want to go out on a date with Alyssa Milano. As I met her at the meeting spot, because, again, she doesn't know what I look like, I see this car pull up and drive towards me. She looked more like Tony Danza than <laughs> Alyssa Milano. And so now, but I'm in. I'm invested. We're meeting for this date. I knew immediately, immediately, there was going to be no second date. <laughs> I was wasting two hours of my life that I just knew that I just wanted to fast forward from 7 o'clock and just get to 9 o'clock. So I understand the disappointment. And listen. I'm I'm not Brad Pitt, but guess what? I didn't say on the phone that I looked like Brad Pitt. Right. I am what I want. If you didn't if you don't want to, if you didn't like me, if you weren't attracted to me, that's fine. But don't set up the expectation that you look like Alyssa Milano. Two immediate red flags. Sister met her at a softball tournament. 
generally not going to end well. Don't want to stereotype. She wasn't playing. It was a slow pitch softball tournament. That's even worse. People drink yeah. beer. Beer. And, yeah. yeah. It's more of a Midwest thing. As soon as she said she's great, she didn't say, "Oh, she's gorgeous." Oh, yes. She's a goddess. She's a babe. She's I thought out my of sister your league. would be looking out. Yeah, like like totally. Like if my si- like if there was someone who was out of my league and the girl was willing, I think my sister would. Go to bat for me. But good for you, Dan, that you sat through the two hours, that you didn't make up an emergency, that you had to leave, Was that you weren't feeling well. Could you could you get somebody to make the call to get you out of the I date? I do room? remember calling her from my home phone saying that, yeah, I may have a job that is going to be moving. Which, by the way, I was looking for different radio jobs to move across oh, the man. country. Yeah, of course, I didn't get Sudden, it. I just suddenly, Bayer lived in Wichita. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, it just it just didn't work out. But we went and played mini golf, and then we went and had ice cream. And but all during the date, I said to myself, "I'm not going to let her think that this is mm-hmm. there's another date." But by no means did I want to be rude. Right. You know, or disrespectful. You know. Good for you. Yeah. I did want to show her who's the boss. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That's just. <laughs> 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 and by oh. the way, for season six here, Dan, things are about to get hectic and dramatic because the other girl that Jimmy was dating in the pods, Jess, she's the better looking of the two, but she was really bossy. Once she cried and was super bossy, he quickly went and proposed to Chelsea. But now Jess is going to enter the show. He's going to see what she looks like. And the the cliffhanger was Chelsea saying, you slept with her. I know you did. So dun, dun, dun. I have not seen this season, and I'm going to binge it today. So it did. <laughs> I've did seen it? other seasons. I just haven't seen this one. It just debuted today? No, no, no. They release it in okay. increments. No, the only reason I ask is because normally around this time of year, when I want to watch like random college basketball games till like eleven o'clock at night, my wife gets mad. And yesterday she was just like, "I'll be in the room. I'll talk to you later." And I and I, so I knew this was a thing, but you said this was the first day, so I was confused. I was like, "Was she catching up on seasons?" But she was watching it for like six straight hours, so yeah. I'm not surprised by this at all. Yeah, there's just more hours now to add on to that. And a lot of people, they'll wait because they want to binge the entire thing. Yep. Sure. So there's, I think, a couple of more, like the finale is going to yes, be released yeah, later. Yeah, it's not all right. out yet. It's yes. not all out yet, but three new ones are out today. <laughs> this, is, like, this is the problem. I don't, I don't think anybody should be shamed for how they look, you know, or any of that, appearance-wise, whatever. But when you set a standard that is just not, that that is just not true, it's why I always... We got into it on the Doug Gottlieb show one day of of comparing someone to go up to someone and say, "Hey, you look like this person. You remind you remind me that it's the worst thing in the world you can do because if that other person maybe is not thought of to be attractive or may have a unique feature that that isn't appealing, you take that personally, and I think that it's it's awful to do. But when you yourself set that barrier, completely different. Ball it's, game. It's like when you apply for a job and you just say proficient in Microsoft Excel, but you're blatantly not. You're just just totally lying about yeah. yourself. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. yeah. Proficient in Microsoft Excel. No. And, and then, you don't look like Alyssa Milano either. For and, the and if you got canned, you know, because you didn't know the program, that's your own fault. You know, it's like they didn't deserve to teach you that at the job because you said that you were proficient in it. I had a buddy who had a blind date, heard the woman's voice. They were going to meet. She had no idea what he looked like. Heard the woman's voice. Uh, saw she was wearing jorts and red <laughs> and red lipstick, 
and left. Like he didn't even <laughs> approach her. He just he was there. He saw her first and then just left. They were gonna meet at the gonna be at the zoo. And so they were gonna meet at a at a spot. Again, 20 plus years ago, a long, long time ago. There's a joke to make about no, all no, that. Oh, no, there isn't. Because she did not say she looked like Megan Fox. But in terms of the blind dates, they can be messy. They can be difficult. And again, not saying that I'm some peach here, but in no way am I saying that I'm Brad Pitt. And I would never say that to anybody. There yeah. was that MTV show a long time ago where like, there was one contestant dating people and they got off the bus next next and then they would next. get off the bus and oh, just next <laughs> yeah remember that the, when you got nexted <laughs> right away like one step the, off the bus by the way that's when cursing should be allowed on tv because you felt so bad for the person the girl was just immediately not attracted and it was more times the girl was telling the guy next than vice versa but it was also by the way they didn't say next what they would do is next Next. <laughs> we were supposed to talk about Giannis, but Love is Blind shot up the uh, the charts here right away to to dive in. You ever go on a blind date? I know you're married, don't you know, and happily married. Not recently. But. But, uh, no, I don't. Actually, you know, I can honestly say I don't think I ever did, to be honest. And it's not like a I'm too cool kind of thing. I just don't think that was ever anything that happened that I can think of. I went, I went on another where the date wishes she was blind when she saw him. And I'm Aww. kidding. I'm, come on. Come on. That was the Ma- first one where you did tell her that you look like Brad Pitt. And then you learned the lesson. Monsi, Danny, Mary, blind dates, anybody? Never a blind date. No. Oh. No, me I neither. I think so. No. I'm a child, so no. I, yeah, don't, Mary- I don't go on dates. <laughs> <laughs> don't do Man. it. I, well, I'll tell you what. I can't, I, can't, I can't recommend it after my Who's the Boss episode. Like I saw her in the drive, like I had, I had considered leaving, as as I saw her pull up in the car, but I just thought, no, that's the that's that's not correct. I even think I asked about the hairdo, what the what the hairstyle was, and it, it and it was like Alyssa Milano's, but it was it was nothing. Like, I I it made me wonder if she really knew who Alyssa Milano was, you know, like in that aspect, like this picture of this girl, like you do wonder, like do you. Was Megan Fox the person that you were actually meaning to talk about? Because there just doesn't seem to bear any resemblance. It, really quick, Dan, to commend you for sitting through that entire date or going on all the different phases of that date. An old coworker of mine at a hip-hop radio station, we were told by the general manager, do not date the listeners. Do not use the studio lines as your personal hookup. So what did he do? Found a girl he liked talking to on the studio line, set up a date <laughs> oh, with her to meet her at a Denny's. He walks in, she's sitting there at a booth, he sees her, he looks at her, turns around, and walks out. See you later. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And that is the war. And of course, he met her through the company. That, and I told him, you are going to get your butt fired. That is the worst possible thing you could have did. Okay, so here's a hypothetical. Could have bought her a grand slam and then like <laughs> 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 All right, hypothetical for Danny G and Monsi. What's actually worse? Showing up, seeing the person... And just ghosting. Or I could counter that actually going through with it, but making it abundantly clear that there will be a no second date because I am not in the least bit attracted to you is actually worse than just not going at all. I'm not saying you're a bad person. I'm just saying you could make the argument. It's like LeBron versus MJ. You feel one way about the other, but you could make the argument for the other, I feel. I mean, if you're going to be... 
a mean guy throughout the event. Yes, then obviously I'd rather you leave. But I have a hard time believing Dan was no, mean in wouldn't. this situation. He was probably just friendly, and that's that's the that is yeah. the right choice. But if you're naturally going to show that you are just annoyed and you don't want to be there, of course, of course, that's I'd rather yeah. you ghost me. Yeah, I can, I can see the scenario where you you'd be very polite about it. But I also feel like if you if you are going to be a jerk, if you're just going to make it abundantly obvious, yeah. If, Aaron would be a jerk, is what he's well, saying. I probably just would go. The, the point <laughs> is, and 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 I, honestly, it was rude of me to say like I was just looking to get from seven to nine p.m., knowing that I was going to waste two hours of my time. Your point is, why would I waste her time, right? Sure. Like yeah. like like to to the point of that. But it's also of like I wouldn't want to hurt her feelings. She may have been disinterested in me as mm-hmm. soon as she saw me and was maybe like, I'm going to go through it. But at the time, I thought, you know what? Let's, this is not going anywhere, but maybe it could just be, you know, a fun time and I'm not going to offend anyone. And hopefully she's not offended, but we'll just try to make the best of it. And it was it also was, an activity. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, yeah. Mini golf went across yeah. the street, grabbed some ice cream, did that sort of thing. And, and that was, you know, that was it. So did she ever like follow up? Oh, because you said that you told her you had a job in Wichita or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I was applying for jobs and I was a finalist in one of the spots. But so that like so I felt like that was the the easier way to to let it down. Now that I'm older, yeah, yeah. I understand that I should just said, "Hey, I you know I loved meeting you. You're very nice. It's just not going to work out. You know, just." But, but when she so she called you here's back. Here's your Denny's Grand Slam coupon. Yes. So. <laughs> When she called, so if she called you back, I don't necessarily think that there was the presumption that you were to to quote the movie, just not that into her. You know what I mean? Because she did call you back. You said, "Yeah, yeah." There was a conversation, and honestly, I don't know if I called her back to let her down, or if she had left the messages. It's been so long ago, but I just I do remember because obviously I didn't move. You just told your sister <laughs> yeah, to handle yeah. it. Here's the other thing. Yeah, I should have. You should have. I my job was on the radio, so you, <laughs> so like. If anybody else would have moved, it would have just been like, oh, he moved. I haven't heard from him. But, like, you could turn on the radio and hear if I was still in town or not, right? <laughs> sure. Like, that was, so that was, like, there was no escaping like, that. Listen, there's but, that guy that moved again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. He must be doing it remotely from Ohio. Uh, that, that, like, that's that was the, that's, you know. But, again, it didn't go that far. It wouldn't have gone that far. And, plus, if I'm saying that I'm probably moving, which is a lame excuse, you know, she she understood what was what was happening yeah like you're you're not you're not dumb enough to not realize yeah so uh all right love love <laughs> is blind apparently a must see all right Giannis next yeah yeah, yeah we are gonna get into Giannis. and also why there's a double standard about uh about doc rivers like that we're, we're gonna dive into that he's aaron torres danny g is here so is monty bolaños mary mack on the board uh that coming up next year is we're in for Cavino and Rich on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, we're Cavino and Rich. Fox Sports Radio every day, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern. But here's the thing. We never have enough time to get to everything we want to get to. And that's why we have a brand new podcast called Overpromised. You see, we're having so much fun in our two-hour show, we never get to everything. 
Honestly, because this guy oh, is over-promising things we never have time for. Yeah, you blubber lips. Blaming me. Well, you know what? It's called over-promise. You should be good at it because you've been over-promising women for years. Well, it's a Covino and Rich after show, and we want you to be a part of it. We're going to be talking sports, of course, but we're also going to talk life and relationships. And if Rich and I are arguing about something or we didn't have enough time, it will continue on our after show called Over-Promised. Well, if you don't get enough Covino and Rich, make sure you check out Overpromise and also Uncensored, by the way. So maybe we'll go at it even a little harder. It's going to be the best after show podcast of all time. There you go. Overpromising. And remember, you could see it on YouTube, but definitely join us. Listen to Overpromised with Covino and Rich on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Does the craziness of everyday life leave you stressed? Do you notice you're losing a little bit of hair? You're shedding a little bit? Well, if you're noticing a little less hair on your head and you're checking your hairline all the time, you got to check out Nutrafol. When it comes to thinning hair, there are many root causes at play, and Nutrafol addresses them through a multi-targeted whole-body approach. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair with less shedding. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code CRSHOW. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code CRSHOW. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code CRSHOW. Sound the trumpets! It's horse racing time, so saddle up for the action with DK Horse, an official DraftKings affiliate. Right now, new customers who download the DK Horse app can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $250. Just deposit $25 or more and complete the playthrough requirement. Wager on your favorite horses, then watch the races live right in the app. Download the DK Horse app now. New customers get a 100% deposit bonus up to $250 when they opt in with code C-N-D-R. That's C-A-N-D-R. Only on the DK Horse app. <laughs> Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus, 21 plus in certain states to open or access an account and a resident of a state where DK Horse is available. Eligibility restrictions apply. Void where prohibited. One per new customer. Match calculated on first deposit up to a maximum of $250. Deposit requires two-time playthrough of settled wagers within 168 hours. Bonus released in $25 increments. Deposit and eligibility restrictions apply. See terms at dkhorse.com. Covino and Rich here, and whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball, meet up with old friends, or show off the alma mater to your kids, spring is prime time in college towns. And if you're planning a trip, two words for you, graduate hotels. There's no better place to stay. You know we're fans. We were at the Nashville location, and it was sweet. Definitely recommend it. So listen, when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. And hey, if you're already looking ahead to college football season, you could book rooms at Graduate Hotel this fall as well. But we'll warn you, reservations for those big weekends fill up fast, so go there sooner than later. Head to graduatehotels.com. And again, up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com.
Uh, it was raining nonstop here in L.A. the last few days. For others, it's a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. All-season tires, all-weather tires, and dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com. Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. Ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for two years. Mobile tire installation is available in many areas. And have you heard about this? They bring new tires to you at home or work and install them on site. It's a game changer. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Goodyear test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they're the experts. That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. It's Kavino and Rich here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, we are neither. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Beyer sitting in for the guys. They were in for Dan Patrick yesterday, and they're going to be out tomorrow. I'll be here with Mike Harmon sitting in for CNR because they're going to be uh, in on the herd. Danny G will be with the guys. You're going to leave us and go back to uh, CNR. Yeah. Uh, noon Eastern, 9 Pacific. I'll be with them tomorrow for the herd, and then Friday afternoon, CNR will return for the afternoon slot. And I am planning on being with Doug Gottlieb in the morning on the Dan Patrick Show here yeah. on Fox Sports Radio. And I'll be in for Doug Gottlieb on the Doug Gottlieb Show. How about that? With All of these worlds just intertwining with each other. Like we come to this connection and then we separate, but then we end up in the spots. It's quite a quite a web we weave here at Fox Sports Radio. So you're in for Dan Patrick on Friday. Friday, okay. yes. Tomorrow the I Want Your Flex guys get together as me and Mike Harmon will uh, – yeah, we're just in for Kevin Onrich. Doug's back to his uh, normal show uh, tomorrow as he's been in for the herd this week. Uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo has spoken again. And, I, you know, Monty brought this to our attention about the comments that he made over the weekend. You were kind of put off a little about Monty when Giannis spoke to the media at the All-Star game and was saying, I don't watch a lot of TV. I don't watch a lot of basketball. I watch a lot of basketball on TV. I, yeah, but the line that I was like, I don't get that. He's like, I like going into it not knowing who I'm going to play and what they do. And obviously, they're required to watch film. I know that's part of the requirement, part of the team. But the way he said that, he's like, I like going into it not knowing what the other team or the other player is going to do. He said something along those lines. And I was like, what? You need it. I just, like I said to you guys, right? Everybody's so good. Yes. You can't. You, you, you can't take like a, a, a easy route, even I'm not saying that, but you need to give it 110% because everybody's so good in the NBA nowadays. What's your edge? This is this is Giannis talking too much. Like, I, I, I don't <laughs> believe like I don't believe that he doesn't know who the opponents are. I think that he kind of wants to add to the story. Maybe to your point, the documentary that was done on him, you know, leads into some of that. Uh, I, I think Giannis is very, very genuine. I yes. do. But I do sometimes think that you know, maybe maybe some of the truth can get out there for the sake of the story, and I think that was the point. So your point, like, the, to say that I don't watch much basketball at the start uh, or when I'm in my off time, not a huge deal. I think nope. when we're doing this job, I know, like, you know, your life is college basketball, but sometimes there may be a game on and you're like, you know, I just kind of, you know, I kind of want to watch this documentary on, you know, World War II or something like that. Sure. Like, you just kind of need to get away and – not everybody is a hoop head. Not everybody is, you know, basketball 24-7. And for Giannis, that's not him. So I understand that. I don't believe what he was saying was true, but I do think that he was trying to add to his story a little bit. Well, isn't that like the charm of the Joker? Is that, remember last last season, he's like, the parade is how many days? 
Like he was ready to go back to Serbia and chill for the summer. Yes. So yes. it's like, you know, you, and this is what does drive me crazy about the sports media is one guy can say things and it's the greatest thing in the world. And then the the next guy says it and, oh, what does it really mean? And I'm not like criticizing in any way, shape or form like what Monsi said, but it's like, I just, it is funny how all this, how all these But narratives. Jokic knows his opponents. Jokic just doesn't care about all the hubbub and exactly. all the hype yeah. and stuff oh, like okay. that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I see This is Giannis saying that I, that I, you know, we play the Pistons and I don't know who the Pistons are. Like that's, that's not true. You might be right, Dan, that he was a bit of a hyperbole yeah. in the sense. I just was like, why would you say that though? It doesn't make me think you're all of a sudden a better player Correct. at all. Yeah. I just don't get the, the point in that. But I do believe he's a genuine guy and I don't think he was trying to get anything out of it. Just in the moment, that's what he said. And and he spoke to The Athletic now in an in-depth piece uh, about what has gone on in Milwaukee and what it, what is so funny with this, and, and it it's true to the point and, and where Giannis said what he said, and I'm not trying to defend him saying that he was lying because he shouldn't be defended in lying, but Giannis does skate a, a, a lot on any of the issues that are happening in Milwaukee. Like, we've never said Giannis is the problem there. What we've said is Adrian Griffin's the problem, Damian Lillard's the problem, now yep. Doc Rivers is catching some of the heat. And Giannis's numbers would say – all right, Giannis isn't the problem here. But it is an interesting dynamic in how it plays out on who gets the blame where. And specifically in Milwaukee, I mean, Doc Rivers has been there for a cup of coffee and people are already, you know, ripping on him for what he's done. Well, and the, with Giannis, and I like Giannis, but, I mean, that's been his whole career, right? I mean, I can tell you a funny story. I was on air the night that he lost the second time as the MVP, he lost in the bubble in the second round. And the and this was before he won the championship. And the default conversation immediately became, where does Giannis have to go to get more help? And it's always Chris Middleton's fault. It's always the opposing, you know, his, his teammates' fault. Now it's Dame Lillard, now it's Adrian Griffin, whatever. So it is interesting, is is he has largely like I, I mean, there was certainly criticism when he won back to back MVPs and he couldn't get out of the Eastern Conference Finals. But it does feel almost like a LeBron, when he wins, he gets all the credit. And when he doesn't win, he gets none of the blame. Hadn't really thought of it until this exact moment, but I think that's kind of interesting. You know, there, and it's tough to argue with the numbers that he's putting up. Like, it, like it truly is, and he's he's there. He's And he, it was even mentioned in this piece on The Athletic on how he's, you know, toned down and hasn't been shooting as, as much threes. But this is, what, this is what Giannis had to say about why the Bucs, who are third in the East, by the way, though have kind of struggled and have, have not been cohesive really at any point this season, saying it's, quote, uh, been hard because so many changes, so many injuries, so many things. A lot of things come up and down. Changes, as I said, game plan structure, all of the BS. We could start from bleeping ownership changed, coach changed, coach changed again, star players changed from Chris being in and out, like so much bleep and bleep, it's just up and down. But we've got to stay together. I don't like to victimize myself. I don't like to feel bad about myself. That's not who I am. Uh, that from Giannis Antetokounmpo in this this piece in the Athletic. But I think that at some point, if you are the the star player, it sure would help Damian Lillard and Doc Rivers if Giannis did take some of the blame. You know, in terms of how they navigate it, I just have never understood this. This narrative about Doc Rivers and what J.J. Reddick said about Doc Rivers, I'm sorry, there's a, there's a time and place for everything. And because they're, what, 3-7 and seven in, the, in the 10 games that he's coached when he joined them in the middle of a West Coast road trip, I honestly, Aaron, 
felt like the, the, the change was made when it was to get them through this point. And you know what? Let's figure it out after the All-Star break. Let's just move on from it. But the fact of if you're going to criticize Doc Rivers, it should have nothing to do with the Milwaukee Bucks and what they've done in the 10 games. It's a darn near impossible situation to put the head coach in to just come in and say, all right, fix this immediately, especially midseason. It's probably the toughest thing Doc Rivers has had to do as a head coach. And for some reason, not only are people not giving him slack, they're finding a reason to pile on to Doc Rivers. So let me ask you, because you do follow the NBA on a more close basis than than I do on a day-to-day has Doc Rivers made excuses? Like, I don't remember there being excuses. I remember there being bad losses. I remember there being blown playoff leads. And I don't remember, like, for example, I think James Harden makes a lot of excuses. I think Ben Simmons makes a lot of excuses. Um, I'm sure there's a coach I could think of. But, like, when I look at Doc Rivers, I think there's been some coaching mishaps. Um, I think he's been put in positions where, you know, he had to rely on Ben Simmons when Ben Simmons clearly was not in the right mental space to to to, to help carry a team to the Eastern Conference Finals as the number one seed. Um, I don't I don't know that I remember excuses, but I you know I could just be misremembering. Uh, Monty is please, chomping please, at please, the please. bit. And I was, <laughs> yeah. So, so some of the things that have happened in the past, and they're not excuses. I agree with you, but when he was presented with the Orlando three and one lead that he lost when it was early on in his career, he was like, "I was an eighth seed taking on like another a one or two seed. Nobody gives me credit for that, but we were never supposed to win that." So that's something he said. With the Clippers, he was like. Chris Paul was on one leg and like I he we barely survived. He could barely play. And so it's never been like that he's giving excuses, but he has rationalized as to yeah. why he has blown three and one leads. But I, I agree. I've never thought that he's given excuses. Yeah. But I, I said it yesterday. I don't know what would have changed for JJ Reddick if he would have been like, Yes, it's my fault that we're three and seven. Okay, and then what? Yeah, no, like like when I look at just the last two blown three one series leads. One, first of all, I know it's only one game, but James Harden is the $50 million a year guy, and he went, I think, three for 19 in game seven while Jason Tatum was dropping 50, and they're (laughs) supposed to be peers and equals. And then James Harden, by the way, immediately goes to the podium and throws Doc Rivers under the bus, and it was clear that he didn't want to be in Philly. The last 3-1 series lead, Ben Simmons was afraid to shoot the basketball. (laughs) What is Doc Rivers supposed to do? So is that an excuse or, I don't know, how about the rest of Ben Simmons' career? That seems like a legitimate reason to me. Go ahead. Uh, no, we we have what J.J. Redick had to say uh, about Doc Rivers, and this is some of the comments that we were referring to from a few days earlier on his podcast. I've seen the trend for years. What's the trend? The trend is always making excuses. Get Doc, we get it. Taking over a team in the middle of the season is hard. It's hard. We get it. Just like getting traded in the middle of the season is hard for a player. We get it. Mm-hmm. But it's always an excuse. It's always throwing your team under the bus. They lose to Memphis. Oh, it's his players. Memphis was playing G League guys and two-way guys. And then you look at his quotes over the weekend. Now he wants to take credit for the James Harden trade to the Clippers working out. He wants credit for that. There's just no <laughs> – there's never accountability with that guy. Well, there's never accountability. J.J. Reddick, that was on first take, a, a correction on, on where the audio came from, and that was recently of, of him. Yeah, again, no no credibility or accountability is the, is the word that he says that Doc Rivers has. If Doc Rivers says that half the team was ready to go to Cabo prior to the All-Star break, that's believable. Like, like, yeah. I, 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 like I, I get it. I just don't understand 
why we are piling on. How about how about the 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 Milwaukee Bucks players taking some accountability for maybe why Adrian Griffin didn't work out? Uh, Giannis had talked about in this piece how yeah. so much was going on, and now he's trying to draw to draw up plays like. There is some responsibility that needs to be, you know, bared by a lot of these players and everybody involved. And maybe Adrian Griffin ends up taking the majority of it, but it's not 100%. Even if it's 90-10, there's got to be a little bit on the players for maybe why things didn't work out. And if you want to criticize Doc Rivers for anything in this whole situation, don't do it in the first 10 games as he's learning about this team on the fly. This is actually now the time where they need to learn and they need to figure stuff out. And the numbers that were pointed out in the piece is that the Bucs are actually better defensively than they have been over these 10 games than earlier in the season. Their offense has maybe taken a little bit of a step back. That's all a learning curve. It's something they'll need to get straightened out in this, you know, this stretch run before the playoffs. But if you want to criticize Doc Rivers, don't criticize him for that. Criticize him for being the advisor to Adrian Griffin. And then when Adrian Griffin moves out the door, Doc Rivers comes in and, and ends up taking over the gig. Like if there was anything. And Milwaukee is probably saying, heck, who's most familiar with our team that would have the experience that would maybe try to lead us to a playoffs makes Doc Rivers the obvious candidate. I'm not saying Doc is right or wrong for taking the job, but if there was anything that you thought that Doc could be criticized for or been fishy about or be skeptical about, maybe that would be it, not to the three and seven start that they've had since he's taken over. Well, and I think to your to your point at the beginning is like, and this goes to what I said a minute ago, is like there are just certain guys that the media loves and everything they do is the greatest thing. And there are certain guys that, you know, like I'm trying to think of an example of, I don't think there are a lot of like NBA coaches that are like revered and loved. Um, but like, I've, I kind of feel like if Popovich was like, oh, or like, like if Steve Kerr was like, and by the way, Steve Kerr's obviously won more championships, I get it. But if he was like, my guys were in Cabo. I don't. I don't even know what just happened right there. Like we'd be like, wow, that's really insightful. Like that. That, and we do a whole segment on what does it really mean? Are the Warriors locked in? Whatever. But because it's Doc Rivers, it becomes an indictment on Doc Rivers. The example I always use. There was a story like, and this is not the most like topical or relevant thing, but remember when Russell Wilson got to Denver and like there was a story about like he has his own office in the facility. It's like. What does that mean about his role in the locker room? It's like, I think that's a good thing. And by the way, yeah. <laughs> if, if Joe Burrow had a, had his own office in the facility, he'd be like, oh my God, Joe Burrow cares more than anybody. He is so committed. And so it's like, I kind of feel like it's a double standard with Doc, where it's like people have decided they don't like him for whatever reason, and now everything he says and everything he does is going to be picked apart. Yeah, yeah. Steve Kerr said it. Tom Thibodeau said it. Yeah, it'd be like, oh, hey, Tibbs is look, locked in. Yeah, look wow. at that. Wow, he's grinding film while his players are out doing whatever. It's Putting like, the NBA players in check. Look at that. Good for him. <laughs> exactly. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Bayer. Monty Bolaños is here for an update. What's going on, Monty? Well, we got to talk about Shohei Otani. You know, everybody wants to know what he's up to. Guys, he Do took. We? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys, he took live batting practice for the second time today. He saw six whole pitches. Eight home runs, right? <laughs> Out of six pitches. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. But he, as again, he's making progress. It looks like he's 
He hit doing for the cycle. More and more. He's hit for the cycle. He's doing a little bit more and more every single time. So uh, good for him. Other baseball news. Veteran first baseman Eric Hosmer announced his retirement after 13 seasons in the big leagues. He did win a World Series with the Royals in 2015. Yankee shortstop and second baseman Glaber Torres says that his goal is to be a Yankee for life. He is entering the final year of his contract. A little college news for you guys. So this was by uh, Pete Thamel, right, from ESPN. Yep. He he says that the idea of a 14-team college football playoff was discussed by the College Football Playoff Management Committee at meetings in Dallas today. If that happened, it wouldn't begin until 2026. Nothing is imminent, but the idea was already discussed today. So what maybe nine out of 12 teams is not enough for the Big Ten and the SEC. They need more. It's unbelievable. <laughs> well, ends. you heard it here first. Aaron Torres. Uh, the NFL Players Association pu- published a list of draft eligible players and their agents, and it did not include former USC quarterback Caleb Williams. Pro Football Talk confirmed that Williams has not hired an agent, and he does not plan to do so. And on the All smoke, all smoke, all the smoke Productions, just can we make it smaller? All the Smoke Productions, Jalen Brunson said that he wanted to stay in Dallas and was willing to sign a four-year, $55 million extension, but Dallas rejected it twice. Back to you guys. Uh, Dallas's loss is the Knicks game. Yes. Thank you very much, Monty. Yes. We are live from the TireRack.com studios. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Byer. Today's Cavino and Rich It's brought to you by Discover. If you like using debit over credit, shouldn't you also get rewarded? Well, now you can with Discover Cashback Debit. It's a checking account that rewards everyone with cashback and everyday purchases with no fees, period. Check out eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank member FDIC. Are there special rules for one NFL? NFL quarterback now there are that's next here on Fox Sports Radio Cavino and Rich here and whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball meet up with old friends or show off the alma mater to your kids spring is prime time in college towns and if you're planning a trip two words for you graduate hotels there's no better place to stay you know we're fans. We were at the Nashville location, and it was sweet. Definitely recommend it. So listen, when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. And hey, if you're already looking ahead to college football season, you could book rooms at Graduate Hotel this fall as well. But we'll warn you, reservations for those big weekends fill up fast, so go there sooner than later. Head to graduatehotels.com. And again, up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. It's Cavino and Rich, and you've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuters' comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Michelin test results tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's Camino and Rich here on Fox Sports Radio. I'm Dan Beyer. He's Aaron Torres sitting in for Steve and Rich. They'll be in for the herd tomorrow on Fox Sports Radio and then back in this spot coming up on Friday. They've been sitting in for DP all week. Danny G's been with us. He'll be with the guys tomorrow and back again in the normal spot on Friday. Earlier in the program, Aaron and I, uh, earlier on in the day, as we also sat in for the Doug Gottlieb show, uh, just kind of, you know, in a hypothetical situation, said, what if this is it for the Kansas City Chiefs? What about if they only win three Super Bowls and that's all Patrick Mahomes does? Uh, how would they be looked uh, upon? How would that the entire era look in Kansas City? Just, you know, trying to guess because it's not a guarantee that you're going to go back to the Super Bowl. It's the job of the other teams in the NFL to make sure that the Chiefs don't do that, and that includes division rival Las Vegas. As Raiders head coach Antonio Pierce was on the Rush podcast hosted by Raiders star defensive end Max Crosby and had this to say about the new Mahomes rules. To me, I keep talking about just being consistent of winning. Mm-hmm. We got to win the division first, man. We got to knock yeah. off the team in red. Yeah. They've been dominating for seven years. Yeah. We got to we gotta knock off the head of the snake. Yep. Yeah. 15. Yeah. We got to do that first. I love it. Um I think a lot of times you try to stay along the lines of being, we got to build a culture and then everything else will fall in place. Like to just go out and and talk about a team that you beat, you know, over the holidays. That was Christmas Day, right? I think that was Christmas Christmas Day. Day. It was, yeah. Yeah, you know, to go and to show that you can do that and to say, all right, like we need to take them down. We need to continue to beat them because then if we do that, then maybe this stuff will fall in place. I love putting a target on Kansas City's back. I think it's great, especially for a team like the Raiders. And I'm not meaning, you know, I just mean like a team that is trying to make themselves a playoff contender, trying to make themselves a winning team, not so much of of attitude and culture. But, yeah, you got to take down Patrick Mahomes. To be the best, you got to beat the best. So I do like the idea of not being afraid, right? And and like you said, it's it's not just like a we got to build a culture, like – it's also just like a lot of times, like nobody will say anything about the best team because they're afraid, like you don't want to, um, you know, you don't want to poke the bear or whatever the old saying is. But it's like, I also think a couple things. Like, one, if this happened in like week 13 and it wasn't like the week right after they beat KC, would this even be a story? Because to me, it's like, you know, you got to really rough up Mahomes. It's like, is that really like a unique thought that no one has ever thought about before. I, I just I didn't really understand why this was such a big deal outside of the fact that there's nothing else to talk about. I think that in in Danny, you're the Raiders fan. I'm curious in, on your thoughts on this. I think this is a big deal because he even talked about using Michael Jordan clips of before Michael Jordan was Michael Jordan of what the Pistons did to him. And I think sometimes these NFL teams are in awe of of these other opponents in this love everybody league that we've got it's okay to have enemies and i think that's what antonio pierce was trying to trying to show is no not everybody's our friend well i will say to that point dan i think it's a great point because go through the last three chiefs games of the season the san francisco 49ers the baltimore ravens the buffalo bills 
the Las Vegas Raiders on Christmas Day played with less fear in Arrowhead than any of those three teams played against Mahomes either on a neutral field sure. or away uh, in a true in a true home game. So maybe there is something to it, and and maybe it's easy to say, oh, you know, he's just another quarterback. It's any other week. So maybe maybe there is something to it that I hadn't considered. Yeah, and I think that this story is getting some play because of Mike Florio serving a warning up to Antonio Pierce and the Raiders saying it was risky and this is bounty gate it could be bounty gate like oh, but I don't think so because you didn't hear Antonio Pierce say let's break his leg you know you we got to take this guy out for the season none of that you saw in the documentary quarterback where Mahomes really respects Max Crosby and is the one defender he hates going against. Why? Because he gets in Mahomes' head by those little bumps and pushes a few seconds after each play. You, you heard Mahomes and quarterback complaining about it. Like, ah, he keeps he keeps touching me five minutes after the play. But it really kind of did get Mahomes out of rhythm. And I think that's what Antonio Pierce and Max Crosby know about Mahomes. That's how they know to play against him. And you're right, Aaron, there is no secret to that. It's just hearing it on a podcast and then hearing Florio and other guys react. I think that's why it's got a little bit of attention right now. What What is also unique about this is this isn't a 10-year thing. And when the Pistons were roughing up Michael Jordan, they were also in the midst of trying to become NBA champions, and then they were NBA champions. They they were able to reach that that pinnacle, but they were the bad boys for a couple of seasons and, and even in seasons where they didn't win at all. Here is a situation where you do have a champion. Like, it's only going to last so far, but for where the Raiders are right now and where the Chiefs are right now, you need that sort of attitude adjustment. And for Antonio Pierce to bring that, I think it's great. I think at some point it wears thin, but you have to tell your guys they are no different than we are. They, yeah. they are absolutely no different than we are. And, in fact, we beat them on Christmas Day. We took care of the Super Bowl champs, to your point, Aaron. That is something that you have to instill. And then, in the cliche world, everything will take care of itself. Glad we talked about it because it's giving me a little bit of a different it, it, perspective talking to you guys about it. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Beyer. Hit Danny G up at Danny G Radio. You can find Aaron at Aaron underscore Torres. Find me at Dan Beyer on Fox. The NFL is in our rearview mirror. Or so you think. That's next here on Fox. Any college baseball fans out there? If you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you. Graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.